Today on the Sales Life Podcast. Hi, this is Rich Villar. I'm William McCormick. I'm Sean Hill. I'm Kenny Landrum. You're listening to The Sales Life with Marsh Bice. All right, TSL, let's get it. Welcome back or welcome to another edition of The Sales Life. And The Sales Life is just not for those in the sales profession. It's for those who are building the life skills of selling. Because my goal each and every episode is to help you become a top producer. But not just professionally. Personally as well. And to do that, you got to take some of the skills that we learn by the profession, from the profession of sales, and apply those to your personal life as well. Because I say sales is life, life is sales, ta-da, that's why I call it sales life. So I'm sorry that I've been absent last week. I did not do an episode at all. Uh, I tried to, it just didn't happen. And the reason being is, is because um, Lake Charles, Louisiana, where I live, was devastated by a Category 4 hurricane, Hurricane Laura. And 15 years ago, we were rocked by Hurricane Rita. And Rita had, um, from what they can tell, was about 100 different tornadoes within that hurricane. So the devastation was large. Um, I would say Hurricane Laura had to be twice that. Dude, it had to be over 200 tornadoes. Because unlike Rita 15 years ago, I don't believe there's a section in town that in the surrounding areas that has not been devastated by Hurricane Laura. We have no power, and it's probably going to be weeks before we have power. Uh, We just recently got running water, but you can't drink it. You have to boil it. So things are primitive at their best, man. And so the other night, my Kindle's not working um, because there's no power. So I'm going through my bookshelf. I needed to kind of unplug from the catastrophe and from the lack. And I just needed to get recentered. I didn't want to read any news as far as what's going on or none of that how long it's going to be before we get power and just none of that. The devastation is everywhere. And so I went into my office and um, pulled a book off my shelf. And it was built to serve by Evan Carmichael. And Evan's got a great YouTube channel. I've referenced him in several of the podcasts. He does top 10 episodes, meaning that he'll take somebody like a David Goggins and say, Uh, the uh, 10 reasons to be um, uh, resilient. And he'll riff off of 10 different interviews from, or show clips of 10 different interviews from David Goggins. And um, they're they're really good. But anyway, uh, Evan wrote a book, Built to Serve. And dude, I would just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's it's funny, isn't it? How you you can grab a book off the shelf and depending on what season that you're in, you interpret it differently, right? And I kind of thumbed through the book when I first got it and, and, you know, got some things away from it, but just nothing, nothing heavy. And I crack open his book and one of the chapters is titled, 
this will be tough. <laughs> and here I am. I've got a window unit. Um, we're all staying in one in the front room because that's the only place that there's air conditioning. Extension cords running everywhere. Um, one lamp. And I'm grateful for all of it. Don't get me wrong. But how ironic that I crack open to that chapter. This will be tough. And I said, this has got to be good. And so I'm going to use the, the hurricane as a metaphor because there are, there are professional, there are personal, there are natural capac- uh, catastrophes that we have in life. And so whatever your hurricane situation is, man, you're going to have them. And you're going to have very tough situations. And in that chapter, he writes, the chains of habit. Now listen to this. The chains of habit are too light to be felt until they are too heavy to be broken. Dude, isn't that the truth? The chains of habit, your habits that you develop, you don't even realize you develop them. Because they're so light. They're too light to be felt. Until it's, quote unquote, suddenly, all of the sudden, seems like overnight, right? Until they're too heavy to be broken. And most people, well, all of us really, we just adjust along the way. We keep moving the baseline and we say, oh, it's not so bad. And the baseline, like for my weight gain, it was just five pounds. Well, it's just five pounds. I mean, it's just, ah, it's just another two. And before you know it, man, I was, you know, 50, 60 pounds overweight. The chains of habit are too light to be felt until they're too heavy to be broken. And it got me to thinking, the people that you, that you never meet, you want to. I don't know how to get, I don't know how to get to these people. The people that you don't meet, the things that you don't accomplish, the things that you don't have, and the person that you never become is all due to your who. And we develop bad habits. Because we've either never developed or we lost sight of our who. Carl Michael writes, your who gives you courage. And so if you ever doubt yourself, just look at your who. In reading this, man, I started thinking back 15 years ago when Hurricane Reed, almost to the day, bro. That's what's crazy. I think they're like two days apart. 15 years later, almost to the day. When Hurricane Rita struck 15 years ago, I didn't have a who. I wasn't courageous. I was scared. I was a young manager. And I didn't handle things well at all. And I had a whirlwind of emotions. I was a new homeowner. 
you know, finances played a part. The devastation played a part. I didn't know what to do. I, I'd never been in a hurricane before. Never even heard of, I mean, you hear of hurricanes, but where I'm from in North Louisiana, we, you know, we had occasional tornadoes, none near me, but I heard about them. But a hurricane, it just like, it seemed like a third world type scenario. So here I come to Southwest Louisiana, man, down here at the boot. And Hurricane Rita just, you know, Katrina was like two weeks before that, just devastated, or a week before that, devastated New Orleans, flooded it. And then here comes Rita and just, it's that one-two punch. So I didn't handle it right. I didn't handle it well at all. And I realized in reading this that I didn't have a who. Your who gives you courage. And so when you start second-guessing yourself, take a look at your who. Because your who is your energy source. It really is. And if it's used in the productive way. And if you find that you're being yanked all around and you seem to be reacting or you seem to be full of doubt and you just seem to keep bottoming out you keep <laughs> you keep losing it's because you haven't examined or discovered your who and your who is right there dude it is Carmichael writes, never forget who you are. And either we've forgotten or you never took time to develop your who. So I said to myself in reading this, I said, you know what? Your who tells you what to do. So when you're at a crossroads in life, when you're confronted with certain situations, who are you? Who are you at this moment? And if you back down, it's because of your who. No one else. But if you look at certain situations and you push through, well, that's because you're who too. Because you're looking at your present circumstances, the catastrophe, the devastation that's right here in front of you, natural, personal, or professionally. And you say, bro, this is BS. And you look beyond your present circumstances and you play through to your who. So that's what I need you to do. Eat, sleep, drink, speak. You're who? Who are you? Well, it depends on you. Depends on what you feed your mind. 
how much you're willing to invest in your craft. The associations that you keep and form. Some people, dude, you're going to have to let go. If you want to attract a different caliber of person, then there are some people that can't go along with you. And not everybody's going to be able to take this ride with you. Because you're not responsible for their development. You're not responsible for their life. And there are many people in these situations, especially like right now, man. There's a lot of victims. Literal victims. And I don't mean this in a harsh way. I mean this... For some men, I've had to tell them, dude, you got to knuckle up and you got to figure it out. You really do. Because waiting to be told or waiting for instructions, it's not coming. And you're paralyzed in fear and you're paralyzed in uncertainty because you don't know what to do. So I told them what's mandatory and what's priority. For the devastation in the hurricane, I said, your family is mandatory. Getting your family fixed in a safe place, that's mandatory. What's priority now, after that, is your livelihood. And we got to get back to work. The cleanup begins. The selling begins. And many times people just sit there. And you sit there and you're locked up and you're waiting for the all clear sign. It's because you don't know you're who. Tough people do tough things, man. But tough people aren't tough because they were born that way. They're tough because they play, they play through to their who. And many times you cannot discover you who because you're constantly reminding yourself of your what and your wins. What you did wrong. And when it all happened. And you never let yourself off the mat, man. Who you're capable of is solely dependent on you. You got to figure it out. And you got to play through to your who. Whatever it takes, right? I mean, if it means that you have to work out twice a day, you got to get up early in the morning, then you got to work all day, and you got to come home exhausted and you got to work out again. That's what you got to do. If it means that you have to throw newspapers at one o'clock in the morning, every single morning, because you need to generate some extra money to get out of debt, play through to your who. If it means that you have to raise your child all alone, no support, no one to help you, no one's coming through for you. Do whatever you got to do. 
And if it means that, and I'll tell you, I, I had a salesman the other day. He came in to work yesterday and said, hey, bro, what, uh, where'd you sleep last night? He said, uh, I slept in my house. I said, well, I thought your roof caved in. He said it did. But I do what I got to do. And he showed up for work on time. See, that's a man who knows his who. And he figures it out. So if it means that you have to sleep in a tent, I have salespeople that are sleeping at the dealership. I have salespeople that are sleeping in tents. They're figuring it all out. We're all fighting through this thing. We're all having to hook it. It's tough. Seems like it's not right. But it's your who time. Whatever it takes. Whatever your situation is. So when you get tired, when you want to give up, when you want this to all end, and when someone says, how do you do it? Amidst all of what's going on in your life, somehow you come through. I want you to be able to turn to him and say, it's just who I am. Remember, the greatest sale that you'll ever make is to sell you on you because you're more than enough. Stay amazing. Stay fighting. Stay in the sales life.